That's Echo and the Bunnymen, the cutter. You're listening to Russell Brand on Six Music. Morning. Hope you're all right and that. I'm here with uh, Matt Morgan. He's driving the desks. Trevor Locks here. He's in charge of telephones and competitions. That's what you do, isn't it, Trevor? Yes, it is, yes. It's good. It's good to have you. Are you all right today, Matt? Yes, yes. We're going to talk about loads of stuff today, right? But we thought mostly we were talking... Because last week we talked about, like, irrational fears and hatreds and stuff like that and um, revealed our great nation, uh, Britain, you might be listening abroad, the nation of, of uh, Britain, to be one full of uh, neurotics and pansies and such. I know people from Australia and Ireland also had a lot of ir irrational fears and hatreds. So to balance that, this week we thought, oh, let's talk about things we like. But, like, peculiar quirks, really, as opposed to, like, oh, I love, like, the sensation of climax. That, for example, is an understandable <laughs> biological uh, necessary function. More things that are a little bit odd. Like, uh, right, Matt, what's that odd thing that you like that you've just revealed to us? Um, well, it's not... Well, it is odd. It is odd, <laughs> it is is odd it? yeah. Well, yeah let's not query whether or not it's odd. I like running for a bus. Well, uh, but when you get the bus, I just like that feeling of... Triumph. It's a mini little action hero adventure thing. You run for the bus. Yeah. You get on the bus, you've achieved something. It's so, like hunting. Yeah, so hunting. going through... So it's like a, you think it's a primal thing. Going through your head while you're going through, I'm going to get this bus. Then you get yeah. it. You like that feeling. I, just, I like breaking into a run. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, getting to the... Just, I, th I like it when there's people getting on the bus and they're ahead of you and then it looks like the last person's got on it. You just so make it. Just make it, get on the bus and then you achieve something. It's like you've overcome adversity in that moment. Perfect, okay. Perhaps a little sad, but... I know. Do you feel it's... like a hunter? Do you feel like you've caught yeah. it? Yeah. Uh, that's my gazelle. Right, that what, bus the is one, three, four. <laughs> <laughs> Nice one. I, in, uh, I like it if you're on a bus and uh, you're not meant to get off, but you're, you're at traffic. You know, there's that uh, button above the door that's yeah. under a little hatch. It's only for emergencies, that button. I like to, like, you know, if, like, because I, I, I don't like the authority of the bus driver sometimes. He runs that like it's his citadel, like that's mm. his kingdom. While you're on my bus, you'll play by my rules. It's a bit like every bus journey I've ever had is a bit like the film Speed. I like it when you can just press that button and release yourself. And I like, so I like the feeling of glum impotence, like the look of glum impotence on the face of the bus driver as I stride off into my life in my pointy boots. What about you? That's an understandable thing, isn't it? Because that's like I've, over, I've overcome some as well. The system. In my, in my mind, I'm Che Guevara yeah. in that moment. What about you, Trev? What's your uh, odd quirky thing that you like? Well, I like power cuts. Well, you like it when? Would you, in what sense? Like, if I say we were to cut the tendons in your legs, would you enjoy well, that? No, that's not. That's the hydraulic cut. That, that's not a power thing. Really, it's just <laughs> severing uh, tendons. No, I like uh, what going into the darkness, candles. The blitz spirit. Exactly, yeah. It's exciting. I that's think probably because yeah. you'd have been better off in the 1940s. That's where you belong. I don't you know. ancient English oddity, you. It's a chance to show ingenuity, isn't it? And, and it right. puts you out of the routine. Okay, so that's yeah. that's quite nice. They're just three odd things that me, Matt, and Trev enjoy, right? So let's think about think about other odd things you like. What was that you said, Matt? You like tre treading on a cigarette packet if it's empty, the satisfying crunch. Yeah. You think, oh, a lot of people yeah. may identify that. You do like. There's nothing wrong with that, dear. There's nothing more natural than a fully grown man <laughs> <laughs> stomping around the gutter, stomping on cigarette packets. If you've got an odd quirk of some kind, why don't you text us on 64046 or email russell.6music at bbc.co.uk. But for now, this isn't a broke by Captain. Any 
people can hear that this is Amina Menina by Bees, but later, at some point, you will hear broke by Captain Amina Menina Bees. Amina Menina by Bees. I like that, I like that. What is that from something else, that? Because I, I think it sounds like it's from St. Girls. You, it? you thought it was from these boots and made for walking. Trev thinks that. It could oh, be. It's, it's, it's similar to that thing, it's isn't it? It's just the same instrument. It's just the same instrument. Well, it's, it's the bass guitar, which... There ain't only one in the world and everyone's using it, Trev. <laughs> They're all borrowing it. Um, OK, so we're talking about things that we like. We've got a jingle. I like it. But it just says that. That's whatever we're talking about. It's like we like it's going to go like that. Like, like that's my Jerry and the Pacemakers. That's your idea, wasn't it, Trevor? Thank you. It was, yeah. It's well, cute. Trevor. I like him. <laughs> it's a good idea. Thank you. So, um, like, Matt reckons he, well, Matt knows that he likes running for a bus because it gives him a sense of triumph in his otherwise <laughs> monotonal life. <laughs> Trevor likes power cuts because it gives him a chance to be a hero. I like, um, pressing the button to, uh, to open the emergency stop button on the, on the door of bus because I'd like the feeling that I'm uh, challenging authority when, in fact, I'm a gutless coward. We've got a um, message here from Helen in Southampton going, Hello, morning to you all. I really like the thrill of holding really streamlined cutlery. I like it. Do you reckon, <laughs> I don't reckon that um, Jerry the Pacemaker's jingle will ever get irritated. This is our first link of it, and I can already sort of sense this. No, I can, I can still say that, I honestly. I like <laughs> really, you still like it, okay. So I can understand really liking streamlined cutlery. That's, you know, that's like enjoying well-made things. That's enjoying a good bit of but design. Streamlined cutlery, I mean, that, it goes faster, it's easy, it's more aerodynamic into the mouth, streamlined. If you got into a domestic strife, you could plunge it into the thigh of your spouse with far greater ease. Um, perhaps, Ellen, you should uh, give us more information on that, but I, I understand. It's because it's like... It's the dinner. It's thinner, it's like a nice, beautiful thing. I can imagine it now. My, I imagine, Trevor, I don't know what you... What you a pitchfork. Yeah, <laughs> jab and away at your walks <laughs> with a pitchfork, do you? Um, yeah, so uh, if you want to join in with us, talk about stuff you like, you can. Later on, we're going to have guests on the show. We're like, uh, Carl Pilkington's coming on for a chat. If I can get in touch with him, I don't know what's wrong with that fella. And we're going to ring up Noel Gallagher and all. But, like, uh, you know, he reckons he's in the countryside. Noel Gallagher, off of Oasis. Off of Oasis, yeah, we're going to ring him up. We'll, we'll talk to him in about an hour once we've got things going a little bit, talking about things that we like. Do that, I like it once more, Matt. It's uplifting, isn't it? I like it. I like the way he just says it once like that. It's nice. Do you think if I press it twice, it'll sound like the song? See. I like it. I like no, it. No, it doesn't because really, there wasn't that hiatus. <laughs> no, no, there was no hiatus <laughs> like that in the uh, in a Pacemakers original. So, okay, now earlier we mentioned Broke by Captain. It turned out that it was prem a premature mention of him, but this time when I mentioned him, it couldn't be more apposite because here he come, look. Broke by Captain, you're listening to Russell Brand on Six Music. The topic of conversation is best defined thusly. I like it. We're talking about things that we like, right? Um, we Matt likes running for a bus, gives him a sense of glee. Trev likes power cuts for the excitement. I like pressing that button, an emergency button on bus doors to escape. Write in a title in black ink and double underlining in red with a ruler in my no notebook, says Wendy in the, in the borough. Congratulations, Wendy, for the night. Um, then look at this person. Oh, they've not, put their, they've not put their name. This is mysterious. But this person, like stroke, 
loves the smell of horse manure. Obviously, I wouldn't wear it behind my ears, he, she says. Growing up happy around... Then with text language, they've um, done a wink, you know, like with text language, like a... An, an, Smiley face. It's a winking one. Right. It's like a, a semicolon and a bracket, open bracket, closed bracket, doing a smiley... like doing a wink. Like, so that's been said with... A, Sort of Thank you for explaining that at length. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just wanted you to know the exact mood <laughs> of, of this text. Growing up happy around horses, not animal farm style. I mean, I, I assume she means that she didn't see her life on the farm as an allegory for the fall of the Soviet <laughs> Union. Um, uh, so that she reckons that's influenced her love of horses. Yeah, Boxer was lovely in that film and book by Orwell. Um, this one is from Smike. He goes, on a way to a punk festival where I'll slam dance extremely violently releasing vast quantities of pent-up aggression and frustration nothing better says smike i'm with him on that letting out frustration uh, i let out my pent-up frustration right i've got my cat morrissey he has to have the window left open all time so he has absolute freedom uh sometimes this facilitates other cats coming to my house that ain't morrissey um, Sometimes I'm disturbed early morning by a rogue cat wandering around my house, and how I will deal with this matter is not like by like I won't deal with it like I'm a human. I'll deal with it like I'm another cat. You know, I'll come down to their level or go up to their level, depending on how you regard me, and like sort of go. <laughs> really? Yeah. Do you go down on all fours and do it? I sort of crouch no, down that's... like I'm an evolved cat man. And do you arch your back? Do they fight back? Yeah. No, mate, I've tried often, I've bully-boyed them cats out of town. No, there's not one of them cats there stand up to me. If one did, I'd be really Why frightened. Why your cat fight them? <laughs> Don't be little Morrissey. Because you called him Morrissey, you've undermined him. <laughs> I think if I was Russell's around. cat, though, I wouldn't do it. I'd let him do it. It'd be fun. I, I reckon that's why all the cats come round. Why haven't they know and bark you. yourself? They come in just yeah. to see you do it. Yeah, I think they, they secretly think it's hilarious. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> they do not. They're under my, They're scared of me. They're intimidated okay. by me, them cats. I don't believe this human does this. No, honestly, go around there. It's pathetic. <laughs> go around Morris's <laughs> his pants. They quake with terror, all those cats. I'm an overlord <laughs> of the cat kingdom. If T.S. Eliot were alive today, he'd have to include it in, in his poems about cats. Oh, the cat overlord, man. <laughs> How are you? They are afraid of him. Agadoo the cat, or whatever them cats were called, I've not read it. So, uh, Dickie in Wokingham goes, What I like, oh, let's do it, I like it, because he's evoking it. I like it. The, the, the first person that texts us and says they're annoyed with that, Matt. No, we'll continue. Let's stick with his item. Because, like, you know, I, li I like that jingle. I like it. I like the way it just says it once. What I like, says Dickie from Wokingham, is putting the kettle on in the morning and having a shave and a shower before the kettle has boiled. That's so, unhygienic. It's unhygienic to do that. The kettle takes three, three minutes, minutes to so boil. shaving and having a shower in that time. I wonder mm. what Dickie is shaving He's in that time. His Hygiene dictated to by kettle. But I understand it though. There's a tremendous satisfaction there because what he's doing is being efficient. He's he's yeah. sort of overlapping two things and he's he's creating more it's time. Good for time himself. management, it's isn't it? Because yeah. well, while the kettle's boiled, what I just do is just pray that a cat comes in the house yeah. for me to victimise. <laughs> you know, Dicky there, he's showered and shaved during that time. And then Tim from Bristol like scraping the solidified washing powder from inside the walls of the box. And Alvin Hall. I can't get enough of him. I don't know who Alvin Hall is, we'll have to find out about that. But this scraping the solidified washing powder from inside walls of the box, that sounds almost sexualised to me, doesn't it? Nice, yeah. yeah. It's erotic, Tim from Bristol. Excellent. It's nice, this, because it's talk about things we like. I like it. So, okay, um, what should we listen to now? Hot Chip, Boy from School. Let's listen to those. <laughs> Oh, 
Coco Taylor, Wang Dang Doodle. Before that, we had Ot Chip, Boy from School. You listen to Russell Brand on Six Music. We're talking about stuff we like, and we Matt. Yes, we are. We are talking about this. I like it. Matt's got all angry because we just found out that every time that's played, we have to play royalties to who wrote it? Mark? Mitch Murray. Mitch Murray. He'll get like, but it's only the, the cumulative amount over the whole show, Matt. Will probably be about like one minute, maybe. He'll get about a tenner. Are you sure? What if he gets played like because that's a bit of that song? What if he gets played that that's a whole song? That's time? a whole song every time. What I don't you... like this anymore? <laughs> you don't like the idea of him cashing in. You don't in. like it, but that's not fair. Just you, you're that's someone's fortune that you're you're not liking. I mean, he's. Mitch Murray worked hard for that, Matt, and I, I think that you're wrong to begrudge him. Yeah, but every time we do that, we're just helping a man, slinging money up an alley. <laughs> no, <laughs> slinging not. money up. We're helping a Mitch man who's Murray. no longer famous. You know, it, he's How probably. You know, he might write jingles for adverts. He does I'm now. Guessing he That's doesn't. what we've reappropriated him to. So listen, um, if you want to join in with things you like, we've got some really good ones here. We've got to do some news now because things keep happening in the world, right? So if you want to join in, tell us stuff you like. You can text us on six four zero four six, or you can email russell dot six music at bbc dot co dot uk. Let's have a little listen to the news now. <laughs> So, you're listening to Six Music, that's Primal Scream, isn't it? Country Girls, very uplifting. Yeah. I like it. That's not an unusual thing to like. Matt, you are... See, go on then, if you're going to do it, you've got your finger hovering above the button, you're like George Bush. There you go. So, like... Uh, Matt, that every time now. Every time Matt does that, he begrudges giving... Uh, he How ironic. <laughs> yeah, it's cruel, isn't it? You think, because he don't like the royalties going to that fella. Um, okay, so we've got, uh, Steve on the line. You right, Steve? I'm fine, thank you. How are you? I'm really well, Steve, except I can't hear Steve down my ears. I can only hear Steve sort of as if he's in some distant land. Steve, so yeah, what I'm is it that you don't it. like? What is it that you do like, Steve? What well, I do, I do like watching children fall down. You like watching children fall down? Yeah, it's especially if they've been running on a shiny surface. <laughs> <laughs> like a mirror. <laughs> What's what like a mirror? Something? Especially if they've been running on a shiny surface. Right, so you'd like to see a child run on a shiny surface and then fall down. Yeah, fair, fair enough. And look, why, why is that? Because it's as if they've been gloating previously while they've been running. Brings them back, brings them back down to earth in a very literal way, I suppose, Steve, didn't it? Even though, even though they haven't got fast to fall. That's right. That still don't diminish the pleasure. Um, the other thing that you enjoy is, uh, what's it like? You like? It's because you sent us that text message. Burning himself with candle wax. That's what he likes. Yeah, fantastic. Steve, you never combine these two pleasures, do you? You've never burned yourself with candle wax while watching a child fall over. I did once, I was advised in the local festival, I went to again. Yeah, that's good. I've never cross the streams, learn the lessons of Ghostbusters 1. Here, Steve, uh, thanks for giving us your time, mate, because I know you're at work, aren't you? I am, yeah, I'm, I'm working with hot steel. With what, mate? Hot steel. Blimey! What you could do is put a bit of wax on there, get it all <laughs> piping hot, tip that onto your abdomen, and just pray to God that a child nearby is tumbling to the floor. Hey, nice one, thanks for your time, Steve, you take it easy, mate. Yes, right. Ta-da, mate. So, Don't worry yeah. about Steve. Why are you worried about Steve, Matt? Is that the odd things to like? I know that's the topic. Yeah. Children <laughs> falling over. I don't think that... 
Mm, well, that's all you've been framed, isn't it? You be framed. It's you be framed. You be. <laughs> that's the Cornish version. <laughs> you be framed is based around the pleasure of Schadenfreude. I suppose, but that hot wax thing—I don't know if that was. Well, that's really erotic. There's, there's a whole fetish around that, isn't there? Because I understand yeah. playing with candles. You know, when you're at a restaurant. Yeah, great. picking the wax off them things, burning. I get it. I bit. think it's fine, but I wouldn't like to be one of Steve's co-workers working in a, a, hot, steel, a, a yeah. hot steel. If that's what he enjoys, with all that molten steel, and he likes burning. Exactly. He's a health and safety nightmare. That man. Yeah, he's on the phone. He's probably doing something really dangerous. <laughs> I think <laughs> that's fun. That's the thing he really likes is b doing dangerous things whilst he's in charge of hot steel. I reckon did he, he re actually did. He say hot steel. That's what I thought he said. He said hot steel. Why is it hot? Because he's in a furnace. Probably he's probably making things out of steel. I don't know why that still's hot. I don't think it should be. I think it's Steve is eroticising his job. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what's going on there. Steve, thanks for it. Make streamlined time. cutlery. Streamlined cutlery by old Steve. Okay, so yeah, if there's anything that you, you know, what I think about old Steve and his <laughs> numerous bizarre fetishes, I like them, Matt. Really? Is that? Would you say this? I like it. Yeah, that's what I'd say to communicate my love of those things. Um, all right, we'll talk about more stuff we like over the course of this. We'll have some more people on the phone. We've got some special guests coming up on this show, and we've got Trevor's competition, of course, and story in song. If you want to join in, you can text us on 64046 or email me, russell.6music at bbc.co.uk. What about now, then? Marblehead Johnson by Blue Tones. Let's have it. the Blue Tones with Marbled Johnson, you listen to Russell Brand on Six Music, we're talking about things that we like, and every time we come across something that we like, Matt goes like this, like which he now resents doing. We've got um, a text from Smike, right, he goes, I do believe you only have to pay a royalty fee for 12 seconds or more, so maybe we don't have to pay for that, Matt. Don't get married, shabbing away like a thing possessed man. He's out of control, the lad. Um, play the entire Brazilo's version of I Like It and I Can Slam Dance on this here bus. I don't know if we've got access to it, Smike. Uh, and also, the idea of you sla uh, like slam dancing around on that bus, that's health and safety issue, isn't it? Again, like, we were back into Steve territory there. It could, it could yeah. be a menace. I don't want this show to become like a unifying force for the reckless, really. We want, we, that's what we do want. Oh, actually, we do want that. Well, we want this to become a very anarchic, Reckless program, not selfish. Reckless. I mean, on the bus, as long as you didn't hit anyone, that's quite a good thing to do. Well, that's you know, I'm sure there'll be something you, you can slam dance to, Smike. I've got nothing against it. We've got an email here. Um, someone who likes it. Oh, it's Matthew in Cardiff. He goes, I really like it. Right, you might be drying the dishes and you put the last teaspoon onto a cutlery rack to make a complete set. I quite like that, though. I've lost some of my cutlery. Well, the thing where it hangs on. Yeah, that cutlery tree. Yeah, people think that looks like, sort of like, you know, camping cutlery. That's because I, I, I live a very peripatetic you lifestyle. Can good, you can get good versions of that. Yeah. 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 I don't think so. I don't think cutlery should be hung. Any cutlery that should be... Knobbish. By definition, that is not quality cutlery. Because it's hanging from a tree. Absolutely. That's not streamlined cutlery. It's not streamlined. It's got to have that hole in it. Exactly. To hang it through. Fair enough. And, of course, Matthew from Cardiff also likes sticking a teaspoon through the foil on a coffee jar. Um, oh, well, you know, we're on about that B song. It's from the, it's from a song by a Brazilian tropic, Tropicalia band, Os Mutantes. Os Mutantes, so that's cleared that out. Mm. That's, yeah, that, 
that's where that bass line's from. Yeah. Do you from think the original. My, my rendition was good enough for them to get some money. <laughs> I won't worry about that, mate. I think that's unrecognizable. them any money. It just sounded like you were clearing guitar from your throat. Unless <laughs> <laughs> there's someone with t that's recorded their sinuses, then we should be in no frugal difficulties there. Someone here, Dave from Southampton, he likes squeezing a spot. Let's go back to some of the things we like. What, what, was, what, was, what do you like, Matt? I really like when. Well, I like living out of a suitcase. I like being on holiday and living out of a suitcase. But when I come home, I don't unpack like a normal. Well, I don't know if that's normal. You I, I live out of it for you know as long as I can. Is I that laziness, it. or you actually like it? It's a combination. It's laziness, but I like like being lazy, so it's oh. nice. Yeah. I don't wash clothes and put them back in the suitcase and just right. You know, I just use the suitcase. Once the, they go through the laundry system, they then enter they back, back into back the mainstream. Yeah, mm, I've been putting them back in my suitcase. But Have I you, mean, Trev? Yeah. What is it with you two? You're living odd little lives. I don't know. Are you living together? No, we're not. But I think it's the illusion that you could take off at any moment, or yeah. it's the illusion of freedom. Do you have a suitcase with you? You can't take off. You'll be slowing you down. Well, yes, but, you know, it's not like taking your house with you. Yeah, it's like, you know... Well, no, your house ain't designed to be taken with you. I don't know why you think you've got to take things with you well, everywhere. Well, if you, you want to have a change of clothes, something to brush your teeth with, that's why we have luggage. Trevor, you like killing mice. So, <laughs> stop <laughs> it. So, before you... Tell us about your joy in killing mice. Where does this come from? That's an unprovoked attack. Yeah, because... No, you did tell us that you enjoyed killing them mice. I, that's... well... I'll, yes, there's a satisfaction <laughs> built up from the from the cumulative. Yeah, it's numbers. It's well, numbers. Well, I don't like actually else. killing the mice. I find that horrible, and, yeah. I like, and I don't like looking at the dead mouse. But you've got a mouse league table in your mind. There's a satisfaction. How many done this week then? Well, last week it was seven in a in a, in, in a seven day period. It's Where do you live? What sort of place? Do you well, live? I've got a little bit of a problem here. Yeah. Next door, and and the, it's it's dodgy where That's I. That's why he wants to have a suitcase life. You're right, cause he's got in, his... case, in case the mice start to win. I wouldn't be surprised if they turned against you. You're like a Jack the Ripper of the mouse world. You don't do anything with their corpses, do you, Trev? No, I'll put them in the dustbins. No. <laughs> do you make trophies? I, don't don't like mice? I actually don't like killing them, but it's nice when you've got this satisfaction that I've cleared no, them No, Trevor, you like it. You like it. You like it too much. I you like it. Why did, why did you just say that, then? <laughs> <laughs> that was the sound of Trevor killing a mouse. Oh, I regret <laughs> this. Yeah. Right, I regret this. I should have said I don't like it. I don't like it. No, you like it. I don't I'd like, like it. to envisage, right, well, it's all of us listening, envisage Trevor gleefully <laughs> killing six or seven, a mouse's skull. That's and not then how I kill them. Well, I'm like killed a mouse. Yes. You, you hear this for miles around. Like <laughs> Ringing out. <laughs> Trevor jumping up, clicking his heels, all, all his little boots all covered in mouse flesh and skulls and bits of grit. I'd like to see him in a, a big cape made out of mice, dead mice, screaming, tortured faces, and him standing there proudly, puffing out his chest and saying, I like it. <laughs> Trevor Locke, slayer of mice. If you've got any more bizarre peccadilloes, you know, maybe you like, I don't know, torturing officers or something, you can text us on 64046 or you can email russell.6music at bbc.co.uk. Oh, there's an exciting contest coming up. Is that what we're going to listen to? Yes, that's Ooh, awesome. Yeah. BBC Six Music. Black and blue eyes by the Charlottes. You're listening to Russell Brand on Six Music. We're talking about things that we like. Just before uh, the Charlottes, Trevor confessed to, to liking and killing little mice. So That's an exaggeration. The, the image that we need to have is of 
A dead mouse splattered across Trevor's kitchen floor. Trevor, chest all puffed up, all nice, nipples erect, saying this. That's I like it. <laughs> no. That's no, Trevor I'm... Lock. <laughs> right, and then we've got, look, Trev, one of your like-minded loonies has got in touch. It's Scott from Oxford. He goes, Russell, I like it when you spray fly and wasp killer and then watch the fly or wasp do that thing where they shoot around the room really quick, quickie, he says, not quickly, really quickie, hitting <laughs> everything in sight and going a bit mental before they die. I like it. So Scott from Oxford. Do you, uh, do you get off on that as well, Trev? I don't like it. I want to make this clear. <laughs> this is your idea, Russell. I don't like it. I think it's a right nice one, Scott from Oxford. That's a good contribution. Also tell us that he, because of his mouse murdering, <laughs> that he's scared of shoelaces, spaghetti, anything <laughs> that reminds him of mouse tails. It's true. After I did the mice killing uh, that week, there was just lots of things that looked like mice tails, Imagine wet shoelaces on the street. Like Edgar Allan Poe's Telltale Heart. Yeah. Everywhere you go, you see I little dead mice. Yeah. I you ran over a stranger on a dark country road. <laughs> <laughs> no. You'd be haunted, wouldn't you? <laughs> I you probably would be. Well, you should be. <laughs> I think that would be reasonable. Of course, man. That's worse than the mice. You shouldn't be killing a stranger on a dark country road and thinking to yourself, case. I like <laughs> it. <laughs> <laughs> wrong. Just, I like the way I've killed this stranger on a country road. You've just goes, made loads of money for that, man. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think he deserves it. We can argue it. that those aren't the real lyrics, though, I'm sure. Yeah, we can write our own lyrics for that. If anyone deserves royalties, it's us we came up with that. Right. right, Nick goes, I like licking the remnants of, off a meal off my plate, especially a curry or chilli con carne. Naturally, I only do this in the privacy of my own home. I also like stopping lift doors from shutting with my feet to let myself or another late lift catcher come on board before we take our vertical journey. I like that and all. That's like altruistic. It. Yeah. I like what that. Well, he's stopping the lift for someone by putting his foot in it. Yeah, you'd like, if someone's running for the lift, you put your foot there, you think, I will defy the lift, come in. I yeah. Can, yeah, because there is that moment where you think, oh no, it's one of those lifts that doesn't stop. And yeah, and it's like too tight thing, and then mm. suddenly then you have to tube doors. I like doing really that really hard to keep up. Yeah, you've got to be really powerful. I've had some humiliating experiences in that. Once my bag was in the tube and I was outside the tube, I'd lost that bag forever. Whenever I see that happen, I just turn away. I can't watch someone in that. Humiliated, you don't want to be associated with them. Was your bag inside or...? The bag was inside. So I never saw it again. loving lifestyle. I don't want to be separate from him. No, I know you don't, dear. I knew a man who used to get a thrill from taking his trousers down in a lift if he was the only one in a lift. Called Trevor, was it? <laughs> this friend of yours, Trevor, did he murder mice for glee <laughs> and then stand in a lift with his trousers down saying, I like it. <laughs> I bet he did, Trevor, and I bet he's you. There's someone here goes, I like cake and the colour blue and the Japanese ability to look gorgeous. I don't not like anything today because the sun is shining it's gorgeous outside please pl please play clear lake God, that's like a tone please play clear lake please play clear lake have we got clear lake we might have we'll try and do that for you sarah brown who reckon you're aged one and a half from peterhead <laughs> she says we've got no reason to dispute that hello uh, again russ and those other two blokes that means dear old matt who's driving the desk and trevor Locke, who's taking a bit of time off from a spree of rodent killing <laughs> to present this radio show um, personally i quite like the sound that an ATM makes just before it spits out money. <laughs> That's what she's written. <laughs> 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 
Does it does. It goes. <laughs> beep, 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 beep. No, but sometimes yeah. you can hear the whirring of the money, the internal mechanism of the money being prepared no, or counted. I suppose it beeps when you get your card. <laughs> no, when the money comes out, it has a little alarm beep that means. Yeah, well, look, Matthew, yeah. look at the area. It says foot, 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 foot. It's not gone oh, beep, right. beep, beep. I thought that was your interpretation. Okay. Well, I'm not, an, not a German expressionist performer. No, it says F. Look, F F T F F T F F T. Foot, 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 foot. Maybe it does do that. Yeah. Right. A frequent lack of money in the bank often means I don't get to hear this sound as often as I'd like. But in a perfect world, I could listen to it all day. I think I like it because mentally I associate the sound with personal gain. That's a good bit of analysis. That is mental, yeah. It's yeah, Daniel Meadows. Intricate begging letter. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love the sound, but I don't hear it often enough. I was ever so poor, so I hear the jingle jangle of coppers rattling around in my ragged trousers. So as I do, I think Daniel Meadows. That might be from the Daniel Meadows from Australia that was talking to us last week. I hope he is. Hello, Daniel. Oh, even if it's not, hello, Daniel. But I wonder if it is. So if you do speak to Carl Pilkington today, Pilkington, it says actually. <laughs> if you do speak to Carl Pilkington, be sure to ask him what he thought of Brokeback Mountain. I think it's safe to assume that he saw it as a biographical film, the way that <laughs> fella carries on his life. What should we have a listen to now then? Orange juice. Yeah, why well, oh I like that, yeah, it's uplifting. BBC Six Roxy Music, Do the Strand, Russell Brand, Six Music. Yeah, that has a nice lyricism all of its own. Uh, we're talking about stuff we like, aren't we? Uh, Trevor likes slaughtering mice. We all know that now. Matt likes living out of a suitcase. Like what have you got there, Matt? A text message of some kind, I see. Another suitcase person here. Wendy in the borough. She likes buying new clothes, etc., for holidays, keeping them in the suitcase and having a ritual label cutting the night before going on holiday. Right, she put that's that's quite in, that's quite so engrossed ritual. Clothes, puts them into the empty, unpacked suitcase, and then <laughs> the night before she goes, she cuts all the labels off. That's nice. Well, I think it's unusual, certainly, but like nice one, Wendy. Fair enough. Sometimes I like to leave the label on. Because then people come up to you and say, oh, you've left the label on. Trevor, you need to Trevor. make friends based on your personality, not all these pleas, these cries for help, wandering around with your label hanging out. Sometimes I leave me flies undone. <laughs> that one, I might find a wife. Well, you really left That was an accident. On clothes, you don't do I that. did it once. I did it deliberately because I knew that it would annoy somebody. And he also, he's like, he considers himself to be making so, bold experiments. He reckons he's some sort of, like, Henry Higgins, Pygmalion-style character for doing stuff like that. I've got, I got email here. Don't know if anyone else has said this because I've just woken up. This is Moribato, <laughs> <laughs> Natasha Moribato. She goes, she likes a small scruffy dog running out of butchers with a string of sausages in his mouth. Thinking of this immediately takes me to my happy place, especially if there's a red-faced butcher with his hands on his hips standing in the doorway going, harumph. Shaking his fist. <laughs> Natasha, <Don't> you still. <laughs> Natasha lives in the Pino. <laughs> I like it when the Bass Street kids overcome that teacher of theirs. Uh, hello, Russell. I like driving with bare feet. I don't do it that often because I'm not sure it's legal. Helen from Chipping. It is legal and it's really nice. Better, it's, uh, I'm turned on by do that. It on holiday. You don't do it around here. Do you find it sexy? It's no. I find you find <laughs> Helen from Chippenham doing it sexy. I yeah, do. Yeah, oh god, yeah. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> I'll give him a few quid. Uh, it's oh. worth every penny, Adams. <laughs> just for the glee. Um, Noel Gallagher ain't coming on because he's looking after. He, he's busy today with family matters. Looking after his daughter out in the countryside. Oh no, I've just given that information that his enemies could bring him down with. Uh, he could find that out the easily. Countryside's not a specific area. It's like, it? yeah, no, it's not. It? <laughs> he's at the seaside. Welcome to the seaside. <laughs> it's not where you from. I was born. In 
in the seaside. <laughs> <laughs> seaside on the sea. It's lovely there. Um, what was he going to talk about? Like, was something else that you like? Oh, there's someone here likes um, when they this feeling of cl- sh- closing a Zippo lighter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's nice. Dave in Doncaster. It's nice. The clump, clump, it feels satisfying. It feels like the world is functioning properly. You can do tricks with it. You can do that flick thing and it opens. Can you do that? Wouldn't you just yeah. set fire to your hand? No, I can do it. Come on, Matt. You don't even smoke. Stop being silly. Stop showing off. <laughs> uh, Pete, the bedroom man. That's a bold claim. Likes it when his magnetic screwdriver picks up the correct amount of screws when I'm at work. That's what Pete says. I wonder if his magnetic screwdriver and him being called the bedroom man are connected. I wonder if his magnetic screwdriver has a special name for his winky. <laughs> when I worked in a factory. Picking up the correct amount of screws. Blimey, Pete. <laughs> <laughs> when you worked at a factory, I put my hand up. Then. You don't have to put your hand up, Matt. You're an integral part of the show. Go um, on. I, when they magnetise a screwdriver, they use a battery, put a wire around it, mm. and remagnetise a screwdriver. So it's just a normal screwdriver. Text in and tell us how that works. But yeah, you get. An what should they do now, Matt? I'm, I'm intrigued. I just remember seeing people doing it. <laughs> the life you lead. You remember me seeing people doing it. That stayed in your mind, has it? It has. I was impressed with it. Yeah, it's nice. All right, what do I like? Uh, this thing I like. I like conquering over the being the cat's overlord. You think that they're all laughing at me? You also like. I don't know if you want me to tell everyone. Yeah. <laughs> complaining in hotels. You said. I do like complaining in hotels. I like to go to the hotel and like sort of you know. I don't, I'll be honest with you. There's not a lot going on in my life. I'll go into the hotel room. I'll look around and say, right now, could these guys be making any improvements? You know. Uh, uh, most people dread that sort of thing. Well, for me, it's all right. A bit of conflict, you know, makes me feel alive. You know, it's, I think it's all right. I'll just say, oh, this room's not very nice, is it? Can I have another one? I like it. Although I don't like the room, is what I say. Even if you like the room, what if you went into a room and it was absolutely perfect? Would you still try and find something that you can I'd feel around? a little bit of me feel frustrated yeah. that there's nothing to that's complain about. terrible thing. Well, what do you think that's indicative of without going too deep into my psyche, bearing in mind we're on the radio? <laughs> I just think you're a bit bored. <laughs> That's all that is. I'm certainly not a dangerous megalomaniac. Trip. Um, what about you, mate? Have you got anything else you'd like to do? Tying people up or something? No, Making like, people cry? No, no. no I, I like, sometimes I like being stopped by the police. It's Why? quite exciting. Probably from going on a rampage killing people's pets, <laughs> is it? Barefoot with just dead mice <laughs> and shoes. Little dead mice slippers stamping away on the accelerator. Screeching. <laughs> Out the window. Anyone who will listen, I think it's worth looking at the webcam because I think that works better. If you imagine Trevor Locke saying that with his little Alan Bennett bespectacled <laughs> face, screaming, I like it, oh well, drenched in mouse blood. Those <laughs> lyrics seem I've never, I've never done anything wrong, and that's why I've never done anything wrong. You're not Jesus. No, I'm not Jesus. Even he went mad in that temple. He should never have done that. He regretted that. Although, a minute he came out of the temple, he said to himself, <laughs> I like the way I show them moneylenders who's boss. <laughs> well, you've never done anything wrong. What do you mean, in a driving sense? Or yeah, I, I, I mean that I'm uh, morally irreproachable. Now, what I'm saying is, <laughs> that from the police point of view, I've, uh, they stopped me. and I did something one, once. I was driving down the M1 with my reverse lights on. Yeah. Um, but well, uh, Backwards? No, <laughs> forwards. How'd you get your reverse lights on? That's the brilliant thing. Brilliant. That was the... That was the great thing, because I reckon that when the copper saw me, he, he probably thought... The know, copper? Who are you, Fletch? <laughs> what is this, Porridge? 
<laughs> Did you rewire those lights so it'd be like that label thing? I don't want this on system. <laughs> That's what I like. That is what I like doing, rewiring my reverse lights so that I can go forwards with them on, confusing police and officers. What, so what, what's your attitude to the police? Um, my attitude towards It's like ice cubes attitude no. to the police. <laughs> what happened <laughs> There's been a 187 on an undercover cop. It's Trevor Locke. <laughs> hey, we should get Tim Westwood on the phone, shouldn't we, and talk to him for a bit, see what he likes. We'll, we'll see if we can ring him. Yeah. Since we can't get Noel Gallagher, we'll ring uh, Westwood. He's our other mate. I think it's because he likes challenging authority. I like that. When I, um, From a safe distance, when you know you've done nothing wrong. Exactly. When I was a drug addict and I had to go on holidays abroad, I had to carry drugs in the most unusual fashion in my internal little suitcase. And now, when I ain't got no drugs in my internal little suitcase, it's nice to go through customs and think, well, even if there is a cavity search, I'm going to pass with flying colours. Yeah. I think everyone thinks that, Russell. Don't we all just think, well, you can look up there all you like, mister. <laughs> <laughs> you won't find nothing. I'm clean as a whistle, sharp as a thistle. Shall we listen to Won't You Come Around by Polytechnic? Yes, please. Come on, men. Listen to Russell Brand on BBC Six Music. That was maybe by NERD. No one ever really dies. Although, you like it, do you, Matt? I do like it. Enough it to give that man some more money. Giving him some more pr Don't mind props. Anymore. Don't mind. No one ever really dies. My granddad did. At least he was dormant. <laughs> At very least. We've got some more emails. I like it when you awake after a short sleep, says Oliver Freer, and think it must be time to get up. But when you check the clock, you've only been sleeping for a couple of hours and you've still got five or six solid hours left. Feels like you've taken off the oppressive shackles of old father time and somehow cheated the devious old fool out of precious few hours. Oliver is at war with the concept of time. Well, he's yeah. lost, though, if he goes back to bed again, hasn't he? No, well, that's, mean, a, that's a victory. Is it? That's a triumph. Well, he's just going back to sleep again. Yeah, it would well, be a victory if he got up and did some jobs that he never had time no, to what do, and then have breakfast. You think, oh, God, I'll get up, and then you look at the time, you, you think, think oh, ah, six uh -huh. more hours of delicious laying down. Six sleep more hours is... of unconsciousness that he'll never know about. Yeah, but no, Trevor, I beautiful. like that. Sleep's one of the best things in the world. Don't you like sleep? I do like it, but actually it's a little bit like death, isn't it? That's because your house is overrun by mice. Yeah, Trevor. I don't see the link. Mice mice in heaven, is that your vision of heaven, is it? Full of mice? Hell. Don't attack Matt, Trev. He ain't done anything wrong. He's not the one stomping around his house committing genocide. You don't enjoy sleep because you're, you've got mice running all over you. I enjoy and you live out of a suitcase. Your life sounds disgusting, Trev. You're no, like I a think... killer. Yeah, listen, we've got an email here from Andy Elkerton. He goes, hello, gents. I once lived in a house with a family of furry little mice. Oh, which a family of furry little mice decided to make their home. One afternoon, I saw one of the little brutes snuffling merrily away in a corner, and whilst it was preoccupied, <laughs> I managed to sneak within grabbing distance without being heard. I scooped it up, and not wanting to harm the little fella... Interesting that he snuck up behind it in that way, all silent, and I has already called it a little brute. I find that unlikely. I mean, I've tried sneaking up on mice. It's very difficult. What else are you planning to do with these creatures? What are you doing? Sneaking up behind it wearing petticoats and little suspenders? Gonna <laughs> show it a good time? Just as a lady mouse it. with lipstick on. <laughs> yeah, like a pink version of itself. Like in Bugs Bunny cartoons. I scooped it up, says Andy Elkington, of the mice in his house. Not wanting to arm the little fella, fella delicately held its tail between my fingers, leaving it dangling in the air. That's not wanting to arm it, scooped it up and left it dangling in the air. You pick it up on the scruff of the neck. Absolutely. Take the scruff of That is how you pick up a mouse. <laughs> you pick get up a mouse. Scruff. Yeah. Yeah. How do you get his little mouse scruff? 
Well, the same way you get anyone's scruff. <laughs> I'll tell you what, Trev, if yeah. you know this much about getting people's scruffs, it won't be long before <laughs> we're hearing on the news, Trevor Locke is apprehended, he has some fella by, by his scruff. Of his neck. Yeah. So you deserve to be detained, yeah. exactly. It's a weird word, isn't it? Scruff. It is. Yeah. Like, scruff is like lap, and it? it's not normally there. Like, you wouldn't go, oh, I've got someone hurt me on me scruff. And if he did, <laughs> you'd expect <laughs> people to think it was a sex incident. <laughs> oh, my scruff's been wounded. <laughs> or oh, my lap. I've got muck on my lap. Probably it's your lap. It only exists when you're in a certain position. Absolutely. You yeah. can't walk along and bang into something and go, oh, my lap. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, you can't say any of those things without being considered a loon. Back to Andy and his mice, right? Remember, right, where we left off, Andy had scooped him out up more than the arm, the little fella. He's dangling, dangling. By yeah. his towel. Well, listen yeah, to this bit. Yeah. Listen, it is a cliffhanger. Listen to this, Matthew, Trevor, everyone. To my horror, the skin covering its tail slipped off, unsheathing a bloody bony mess. <laughs> the mouse landed on the floor with a fud and scampered off beneath the settee, squealing almost as loudly as me. Suffice to say, I did not like it. I like it. That's what Trevor Locke would have said <laughs> had he been at Trevor the scene. Trevor took his trousers down that story. <laughs> Trevor, pull your trousers back up. That his eyes are rolled up in they his fell. head. They, they fell. They fell. Trevor looks like a shaman, shaman now. <laughs> that is a, he's incanting things. He's burbling on in tongues about that. <laughs> that is why you should never pick a mouse up by the tail. You should always pick him up by the scruff. That, that mouse must have been ill or weak. No, I can't that's why. That's why you don't that. pick him up by the, by the tail. Trevor, you've never heard anything like this happening before. Don't make out I've seen people I... pick up uh, vets. Of what, your golf club? Yes. <laughs> Where did you see these mice getting plucked up by their tails? Vets! I've seen all that Rolf Harris thing. <laughs> Cartoon club? You're living in a dream world, Matt Morgan. <laughs> Here's another email from Minty. She goes, I like blowing kisses at animals on the street, usually yeah. other people's pets, but foxes and other furry wildlife included. I really like the sound foxes of Minty. Foxes would not respond to a blown kiss. No. I don't think they respond to a kiss of any kind. And uh, negatively, if you were to get a fox right up tight, get, get it by the scruff and get off of it. Do you think, <laughs> do you think foxes have a scruff? Yes, of course Everything has a scruff that's a mammal. Apart yeah. from a whale. <laughs> you don't know about scruffs. You're not Gerald Durrell, my family and other scruffs. You know nothing about scruffs. Who's Gerald Durrell? He's some fellow who's an expert on nature. He's a bit like Terry Nutkins. I don't want to mention Terry Nutkins because I heard something strange about him and his fingers. Yeah. What? He, <laughs> we don't go any further with that. Hello, <laughs> <laughs> degloved like that tail. It, uh, came off and think otters ate them. No, he bit them off himself. Trevor, out of anger. Why was Terry Nutkins was infuriated by yeah. episode of Really Wild Show, <laughs> chewed off his own hand in yeah. frustration. Fair enough. Perhaps he did it to escape a trap. He learned everything he knows from foxes, that man. Um, oh, but back to uh, Minty, who I'm finding more interesting by the second. I like the idea of a woman, that, or a man, that bro blows... Minty's feminine, but it could be a man. And I think it's definitely a woman. I reckon it might be Alan Minter, the former middleweight boxer. <laughs> 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 he calls himself Minty now. Since Marvin Agler duffed him up, he's gone all camp. Goes, um, <laughs> he blows kisses at foxes. This is the only friendship he gets. This is a woman. Right, def I'm not, yeah, it's definitely a woman, this, yeah. isn't it? Why is it a woman? 
Because she's blowing kisses at Foxy's trip. But I think that Foxy, I reckon it's a man blowing kisses at Foxy-looking ladies. It's not, it's very clear. It's Foxes and other furry wildlife are included, Trevor. Ah. So that's because you think of that as a dating ritual, because you <laughs> wander around with your flies undone trying to find a wife. <laughs> For you, that's a sophisticated way to meet a mate. <laughs> E.g., I like temporarily distracting cats from going about their business while they look up to see who is making the curious noise and the surprise in their eyes. When he says, like, a, a cat doing their business, perhaps he means a cat doing a whoopsie. Noel Gallagher, I talked to Noel Gallagher the other day, he can't come on the show today, he's going to come on next week, he's given us his word of honour as a gentleman. He said that um, when Liam Gallagher looks confused, he looks like a dog that's been distracted from doing a whoopsie, <laughs> and, like, look, and he gets angry at that point, like a, an embarrassed dog doing a whoopsie. I liked it when he said that. I liked it, as a matter of fact. I like, it. I like the way you describe your brother Liam as doing a whoopsie. Well, he's not doing a whoopsie, but you know the general idea. So this little woman, Minty, likes temporary Temporarily distracting cats from going about their business, and she like and she, she looks at they these cats look up to see who's making the curious noise, and she likes the surprise in their eyes when they realise I'm addressing them. Often as a bonus, they'll come over and reciprocate. This is like Minty is some sort of Doctor Doolittle character. I like it when I get the attention of someone's dog by doing kissing noises, and then they try and come over but are restricted by the length of their lead. It's especially rewarding when the owner is unaware of who or what the dog is intrigued by. Is that too specific? I don't think so. I think what Minty said there is a beautiful thing to like. I think that deserves and I like it. She likes to... I like it. I like distracting dogs and away from their own. I like her having sort of covert contact with a dog without the owner knowing. Nice, isn't it? Yeah, she's yeah. a quirky, interesting young lady. She is. Hey, right, so we're going to listen to the cribs. Last time I see that Ryan, and the only time I see that Ryan out of the cribs, he was smashing himself into a table just in front of my face at an award ceremony that I was trying to host. I, I liked like it. it. Let's listen to the cribs, shall we? <laughs> going to lose us. That's the Cribs. You listen to Russell Brand on Six Music. We've got some news coming up in the next the next half hour. We're going to be doing Trevor Locke's competition, which is called either Trevor's Sonic Enigma or Trevor Banner Noise, depending on who you listen to. And we might have a chat with who we will call up some people. Tim Westwood will have a right laugh. But should we, do, should we have some news before then, just see what's going on in the world? Let's listen to some news. That's Dance Dance, Dexy's Midnight Runners. You're listening to Russell Brand on Six Music. I'm here with Matt Morgan and Trevor Locke. We're talking about some of the peculiar things that we like. Uh, there's been quite a wide range of things so far. Matt's confessed that he likes living out of a suitcase. <coughs> Trevor likes killing mice. I don't like killing mice, Russell. How many more times? Well, I don't know how long it's going to take to erase that image. We've got Jem on the line. Jem, what peculiar things do you like? I really like um, Ice Knot. And particularly twanging my own ice knot between my forefinger and thumb. Twanging it, my love. Twanging it. 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 Right. I mean, that is okay. So, like, you just produce a lot of mucus from the top half of your body, from your head, and that. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Do your eyes ever stick you up? You say that like it's a negative thing. I well, mm, is it, I, I just wonder: is it something you can control? Is it only at the t like in the morning and at night? Where is it happening all the time? No, it's pretty. It's pretty regular. Really? I mean, I wouldn't set my watch by it, but... <laughs> no, you must not ever try and use that to replace the Gregorian calendar. I also really like it after a trip to London when I get back home to Leicester and I've got black bogeys. I like it. 
You've got black bogeys. Yeah, we, we, with a big smoke. I used to get black bogeys, even just coming in from Kent. Just a couple of days, I'd get black bogeys, but now I live here. Did you like it? No. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Have you still like got it. black bogeys? You live there all the time. No, I haven't. Yeah. acclimatised, yeah, I think, because yeah, yeah. we, we're in London now. We're doing this show from London. And, uh, yeah, but I don't know, let me have a look. No, you know, very uh, conventional. There isn't any bogeys there, Jim. That's oh. to, to, to tell you well, if, if you could save me one and send me one of your bogeys, I feel oh, that would make me a very, very happy woman. it comes out. Oh, Jim, why? <laughs> <laughs> I don't like that request. I don't like it. If only there were a song called I Don't Like It, we could play a jingle out from that. OK, well, that's quite nice. Trev's interested in whether or not your eyes ever seal up with this gum. No, they're not, um, they're not stuck shut or anything. Because mine were uh, when I was a kid. It's only a small to... amount, but a twangable amount. I think this is the important thing, is, is that the, the twanging, twanging between the like. fingers is very satisfying, and I like that a lot. Trevor, you're going on about your childhood. What was it going to be? More well, my eyes killing. used to stick up. They, I, I'd sometimes wake up and I couldn't open my eyelids because of that stuff would stick my eyelids together, and I but used to like nice that that's quite nice as well, isn't it? It is. It's lovely. It's, it's, really it's, it's really satisfying. enjoyable blindness. Well, because <laughs> it's just something new, isn't it? The picking of the eyes. Exactly. On my mum had to wash it out with warm water. Anyway, you got attention. One of the ways. <laughs> I had to sing your eyes. Was nice <laughs> <laughs> it probably was. He's probably trained mice to live on his cheek so he could gnaw their towels whilst he slept. The unusual <laughs> fella. So, okay, it's more the twanging of it. Jim, thanks very much for your contribution. You like black bogeys and twanging. Eye bogeys. Eye bogeys. Yeah. Still don't quite understand the twanging. I don't know how it can elongate to a point where you could use it as a string. A green banjo. But, but it's wet, it's not dry. It's still, it's still wet. Okay. Yeah. Jim, I think you have dragged this show further in the gutter than you ever unlocked it with his more seen genocide. And thank okay. you very much. It's Cheers, nice talking Jim. to you, my love. Thanks for your time, Jim. Take care. So we're going to um, do Trev's competition in a, a little while. Um, so we're going to be talking about that. Still send us stuff that you like if you want. We'll probably have some guests on the show towards the end. Oh, there's that storytelling bit. That'll be really good. We've got some excellent music coming up. Ah, oh, and now it's You and I by Graham Coxon. That's excellent, isn't it? <laughs> Graham Coxon, you and I, I like Graham Coxon. Do you like Graham Coxon, Matt? Yeah. Well then, for heaven's sake, honour him with an I like it. I like it. There, good old Graham Coxon, king of Camden Town, North London. So we've got some more text messages. Dave goes, this radio show you're doing, I do like it. That's nice, talking about our own radio show. I like it. Actually, yeah, what he says, hey, this is a pretty good show you're doing. I do like it, he exclaims. He's soaking in the bath in Bracknell. I like blowing off boisterously in the morning. Not those full productive blow-offs, mind. Just hot, dry, desert blow-offs. That's Emily from Cheshire. Oh. Emily, why? Mm, I thought that was from a bloke. Emily tries but misunderstands. A green monstrous sheep gatherer has been spotted stuck up a tree. Passers-by were her chatting, down Shrek. That's a joke. <laughs> I see. <laughs> Interesting. Didn't Keith Richards just fall out of a tree? Yes, he did. Poor Keith Richards. Why was he out there, I wonder? I don't know. Looking for coconuts. Oh, what? Listen, Trev, if you're trying to belittle a much-loved icon of rock and roll... I ain't. ...saying he was looking for coconuts... That's not belittling him. No, that's building him up, in my opinion. He's <laughs> attacking him, Trev. You're reducing him to the status of an ape. I teach <laughs> in a middle-class school, and I like finding premium stationery on my classroom floor and keeping it... <laughs> and keeping it. That's it. That's my point. 
I am a joiner who fits bedrooms, but I've started to think of my screwdriver in a different way since you mentioned it, and I like it. <laughs> my wife likes the way you read out her messages. She now thinks she's a kind of guest presenter from Pete the Bedroom Man. She is Wendy from the Borough. They both like it. Things I like doing. Breaking wind, especially next to people on public transport or in queues. Oh. I, I like doing that too. No, it's not Why? Nice, what, is it? I think they don't you. I exist, okay? <laughs> By this signature shall you know me. That's not building a sense of community, is it? Yeah, I suppose not. It's no. driving as a part, Trev. If anything, I should probably stop doing it. But it's Alan Jepson that's raised the subject. Hello, people. Why uh, me? I like fresh put, put footprints in new laid cement or snow. Play Love Like Sim Semtex by Infidels, Paul in Coventry. All right, we'll have a little look. Hey, this is a pretty good show. Oh, that's that one. I teach in a middle-class school. Why is a middle-class school? So she's sort of like Robin Hood, taking stationery from, from the, rich. the and then giving it well, to herself. Just giving it to herself. Just from the middle class, she's from the comfortable, teacher. taking stationery from the comfortable and keeping yeah. it at home. Well, hang on, if it, that's her class, so she she thinks that anything that falls on the floor belongs to her. Yeah, yeah. that's the ruling. What if schools? one of them like, loses their asthma inhaler or something? She's tough. She'll snap it off her. Yeah. Oh, she'll come in with them dangling from ears. Classroom full of wheezing children. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> I like the way you asphyxiate yourself in jogging. But there's a there's a um, email from Rob Dowie. He goes, you could play right because we don't have a, a version for I don't like it. He says you could play Tell Me Why I Don't Like Ah from the Boomtown Rats because we could like break up I Don't Like Mondays for disturbing items like eye bogies. Rob suggests. I like it when England players break a metatursal shortly before major football finals. Has, he Has it been confirmed that Wayne Rooney's broken a metatursal? Oh, no. Oh, no. It's still a rumour. I think it's still a rumour. Still a rumour. Out for six weeks. Out for six weeks? When the World Cup starts in six weeks. Mm -hmm. He'll return triumphant. It'll be uh, the, the perfect story. No? Okay. <laughs> Let's not worry too much about it now. Oh, blimey. Okay, um, Jim needs a cat. They have the best eye bogeys for twanging. That's from Sabby. Someone's supporting Jim from Leicester in her eye bogey twangery. So that she must know that the twanging thing happens. Oh, it's like this twanging is a phenomenon. But no, with the cats it's true. I mean, I cats have enormous ones. I don't, no, I don't really either, no. I wear eye makeup now, so my eye boat, I don't like even using that phrase, my eye discharge has become grey, black. Well, that sounds much better, actually. Eye discharge. discharge. Yeah. Uh, sleepy dust, that's what I call it. A sleepy dust. Sleepy dust. Oh, you live in the old days, Trev. Sleepy dust is probably some sort of toxin you put into the drinks of your dates. <laughs> <laughs> it comes from the fairies. <laughs> the fairies come to yeah, a yeah. sort of fairy land <laughs> with your wand. Maybe I like doing kissing noises at the cats and dogs because I'm afraid the people were just running the other direction. Minty, yes, I'm a lady. Minty, you are falling in love with. I like Minty. I'm in love with Minty. Are you in love with Minty as well? Yes. Well, why then did, when I just said when the track was playing, oh, I'm in the, when Graham Coxon was on, oh, I'm in love with that Minty, you went, oh, Minty's coming no. back from the war, father. You didn't say that. You went, oh, look, there's a message from Minty. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I said that. It sounded like you'd, yeah. You'd, <gasps> Minty's alive, father. <laughs> news from the front, and it's good news at that. Minty's alive. Apparently they played a game of soccer ball in no man's land on Christmas Eve. I like it. <laughs> a momentary truce. I like it, so as I do. Good old Minty, stay in touch with us. Um, this is from Stu. I work in a pet shop supply with lots and lots and lots of mice. One, well, this, listen to this from Stu. One, mice and rats are some of the very few mammals who have scruffs. Matt Morgan saying it was only whales who don't have scruffs. At least I knew they had Who scruffs. don't have scruffs. 
They do have scruffs. Only mice have scruffs. Other loads of mammals have scruffs. Don't. Dogs have scruffs. <laughs> don't just see it and stand there shouting animal names and then they have scruffs. I'm thinking you can pass that off as radio. Well, he's right. right. He's right. Dogs have scruffs. that's carried by its mother. In its by its neck, it's scruff. Yeah. Well, we've we got scruff. I assume yeah, not quite. Yeah, no, but it's undeveloped. We've got an undeveloped <laughs> scruff. <laughs> scruff. Yeah. My mum tried to pick me up by my scruff when I was little. Yeah, yeah it didn't work. work so Your childhood did... sounds bleak, Trev. Yeah, sounds like it took. It sounds like I don't know. It sounds like it sounds like a Bronte novel. Three humans do not have a scruff. If you try to pick them up by it, you'd be an idiot. <laughs> That's what you'd what be. What you about my mum? Yeah. Oh, she was a lovely lady. You pick up mice by the tail. That's just how you do it. Stu's got a mine of information. That's a catchy. I thought well, Stu's got the voice of Michael Winner when he said all this. <laughs> okay. Right. Four. You pick up mice by the tail. That's just how you do it. He has. Five. It's exceedingly tricky to pick mice up by the scruff. They tend to turn around and bite you. <laughs> I like it. That's why Trevor has waged war against the community of mice. I like seeing small children pulling faces and poking my tongue out back at them. They are so shocked and often carry on pulling faces enough for their parents to get mad, then try and blame me. Of course I'm an innocent bystander. Stu sounds like a master criminal, don't he? Mm -hmm. Trevor, why are you looking approvingly and gnawing on your pen at Stu? Do you like Stu? Yeah, I do like Stu. Are I you going to try and use this programme as a way of getting in touch? Now you won't have to wander <laughs> around with labels hanging out your clothes and your winky revealed to the public. You can just nick Stu's phone number and try and make him your man, I suppose. I don't like the image you're painting of me. It's, it's not representative. It's unfair. It's defamatory. It's not defamatory, Trevor. It's merely accurate. So, okay, we're going to still talk about things that we like, but we're also going to be doing Trevor's competition. Um, tr should we introduce Trevor's competition now? Oh, let's introduce it, right? So here is like the jingle that Trevor has made for his competition. Are you pleased with this, Trev? Yeah, I think it suits it pretty well. well. All right, so what let's do you think? What's your competition called? It's called Trevor's Sonic Enigma. Hmm. Let's have a listen. It's Trevor's Sonic Enigma. That is a bloated Kublai It's a little bit over the top. That's I didn't a do folly. that. Yeah, I didn't do the sound effects. That's stuff. a palace of grandeur you've created in your honour. What's that poem? Ozymandaris, King of Kings. He thinks he's Ozymandias. Ozymandias. That's who you think you are, mate. Hey, that was in THX. George Lucas sound. You ridiculous man. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's the BBC man did that. I didn't do that on my own. Jeff, don't try to blame the BBC it's a for your bit overblown. ego. It's not my a ego. A little bit. It's a little bit overblown, but I think it's nice. It's a bloated palace of your ignorant self-love. We, um, me and Russell made another jingle for your yeah, competition. I, yeah, I've heard about this, yes. Let's listen to that, I think that's more I appropriate. Think this is more fitting. <laughs> oh, that's not it. Matt, you've inadvertently <laughs> made a ridiculous sound. Where, where's the thing we made well, for Trevor's eyes did light up, though. They're <laughs> similar to his one. He thought we'd been influenced. <laughs> he <laughs> saw himself as some Peter Cook figure. No, listen to this, Trev. Trevor Dallinoise! That's how we regard your competition. Nice. I think that's silly. Noise. You come in in the week and you do a noise. It makes no real connection to the song it's going to be about. It it's does. an embarrassing show. Okay, it's not embarrassing so the competition show. is, do you explain then, Trev, to the listeners what your competition is? Well, it's very clear. You will guess the uh, title of a well-known song from the sounds. Should we listen to those sounds then, Matt? Yes. Shall we? This is our first listen. Where is that um? It's very difficult to work out, Trev. <laughs> Trevor, are, are you some sort of John Oi, Cage Alfie, character? Harvey, put your bottoms away. The Reverend Song Myung's coming. Duck! <laughs> Firstly, Trev, I think you should be restricted to ten seconds for well, these competition noises. Someone said something about a bottom, and 
it's silent for the first five seconds. There's a five seconds of mystifying silence. Well, that, that's not down to me. That's down to some sort of... I think the tape started, you know, it's that bit of the tape where you can't record over it's it. It's not the 1970s, Trev. This is all digital. Tape, I, I recorded this on a C90 cassette, and oh, I think what's happened oh, is yeah. you... I've said, yeah. what's wrong with you, Trevor? Trevor. All right, so that's what... We have to guess what track that is from that clue. I, I think we need to hear that again, don't we, Matt? Yeah, I apologise for the dead air. I apologise for the dead imbecile making it. Oi, Alfie, Harvey, put your bottoms away. The Reverend Song Myung's coming. Duck! Mm. Right, now, if you know what track that is, you live inside a world where murdering mice and calling Rahipno sleepy dust are commonplace. <laughs> Why don't we have, um, right, oh yeah, was there's Nitty Brian Eno special coming up on uh, Six Music soon. Let's have a listen to some details on it. BBC Six Music. Zootons, why won't you give me a love? This is Russell Brand on Six Music. I'm here with Matt and Trev. We're talking about things we like, doing the competition, stuff like that. Um, we've got an email here. Right, this is, you know, we're talking about things people like. Kate goes, when warm paper first comes out of a photocopier, I like to hold it until it goes cold. Kate from China. I like it. Oh, isn't that nice that she likes doing that? I like the fact that she's in China. Do you think she's joking with us? Kate, let us know if you are really in China. I suppose... She I think could be in China. China. Why couldn't why, she be in China? Why would that be a joke as well? <laughs> I'm in China! <laughs> yeah, this'll get them. <laughs> I'm in Beijing, I tell you! I don't know, it just seems like uh, saying that thing about photocopies and being in China, because it's a bit exotic to be in China, isn't it? Not if you're Chinese, I suppose, and you live there, but... There's lots of people out there working and doing stuff. Are there? Just because you can't see it. <laughs> if I can't see it, it can't be happening. I like doing blow-offs. It actually says farting, but I don't like saying that word much. It seems. I don't like talking about farting. Yeah, I don't think we should encourage these emails. All right, we'll just do these last Everyone ones. Everyone enjoys that, don't they? Yes, we know well, that. Everyone yes. likes their own one. Yeah. No, but this guy goes on. Get high on your own supply. This is Ken from Swindon. He goes, I like blowing off in my bird's bed. Oh. Also, he ain't dignified her with a name yet, right? I hope that really is a little bird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you've got a little, a, nest. a little starling living with yeah. him. And the little baby birds reach up and he just... That's when he feeds on. it on. Yeah, and they think he's their regurgitated tindings. <laughs> we are about 11 now. Let's move on. Hold on, I ain't finished. Please. I like blowing off in my bird's bed stroke nest when she's in the shower. It clearly is a human. The smell goes quickly, but the warmth and sense of satisfaction lasts forever. Ken <laughs> from Swindon. He's a poet, Ken. We should never have judged him so harshly. Hello. I love stroking elbows and nipping elbow skin. I also love guinea pigs' noses. Michelle Bryhouse. Wow, that's the missing lyrics from uh, These Are A Few Of My Favourite Things, isn't it? El pinching elbow skin and guinea pig's noses Farting in bed when my bird's in the shower <laughs> Holding a paper until it gets cold It's nice, I it? am in China <laughs> Trevor, I don't you've know what taken, what you've done is you've taken a popular... That's more bloody royalties money you'd squandered up the wall yes. with that pastiche yes. Yeah, that's just as... It's a free-for-all. Yeah, let's go crazy, for heaven's sake. Um, and the reason we, we won't um, use Bob Geldof's I Don't Like Mondays and break that down is because there was that time when Bob Geldof called me a sex word at an award ceremony, enemy award ceremony that time hurt my feelings. You're bigger than that. We don't want to give him any more money. No. He's got a lot of money, wasn't it, in the paper this week? I think it was, Matt. I think oh, it was. Yeah. I Why doesn't he give that to uh, the old... Uh... It's a big question, Matty Morgan. <laughs> it's a big question, and only one man can answer it. So, um, okay, so... Oh, Trevor's competition. That's right, we're trying to work out from these sound oh, yeah. effects what this track is. It's a bit of silence. A bit of silence, obviously, at the beginning, because Trevor made it. 
and then eventually it goes into Oi, Alfie, Harvey, put your bottoms away. The Reverend Song Myung's coming. Duck! Right now, I don't know what that is. There's a, can I ask you a question about that Reverend? Yes, you can, yeah. Without giving it away, because yes. I don't actually know what it is. Mm. The, what does he say? Oh, Reverend Alfie. No, it goes, the Reverend's coming. Yeah, he's coming, that's right. That's what the Reverend's, Reverend's coming. Something's coming though. The, re the Reverend Sun Myung's coming. Why Sun Myung? Because that's the clue. Right. That's the clue to particular the Reverend. Sun Myung is yeah. coming. Sun Myung. Yeah. So if we find out what Sun Myung means, that'll help us, will it? Yeah, absolutely. We'll need so everything in there is a vital clue. There's nothing Even unnecessary. Massive pools at the well, yeah, is no, that, that, necessary? Is a, that is a clue to some of the things that happen. <laughs> Why do you use TVK cassettes still? I, well, yeah, you've got to use something, haven't you? But they don't, they don't let me have a, a mini disc. I wouldn't trust you with it, Trev. You'd probably cause a, a, a loop through a time or something. Hands, wouldn't it? it would. It'd look ridiculous in his hands. He don't look right in the studio, does he? He should be sat. He should be sat in a bunker somewhere. A drawing room somewhere else. Eating <laughs> beans from a billy can. <laughs> Moving little ships around a battlefield. Chuffing away on a cigar. Shouldn't you, Trev? Have you finished? With a pinch of snuff. No, I've not. Oh, we're going to paint a picture of you as a, an anomaly, a man out of time. So, okay, what we're going to listen to? What we're going to listen to now? It sounds like some. Well, coming up is Mr. Wendell by Arrested Development. Are we going to listen to that now? Six. Music. Steady as she goes, raconteurs. Before that, we had Mr. Wendell, Arrested Development. Before that, we were listening to Trevor Locke's competition, um, which we call Trevor Dunn and Noise. He reckons it's called Trevor's Sonic Enigma. Let's have a listen to it again, shall we, Matt? Oi, Alfie, Harvey, put your bottoms away. The Reverend Song Myung's coming. Duck! Mm. Right, so mm. from that insane burbling, uh, Jess Pagram from Colchester has guessed Bad Moon Rising. Is that the correct answer, Chef? It is not, no. Ian reckons it's, uh, it sounds like the song is Shine on Harvey Moon. Bad Moon Rising, Shine on Harvey Moon. Is it either of those, Chef? No, they're wrong. So, but, right, but the word moon has come up in both of those things. It has. You were correct to identify that, yeah. I'm correct to identify yeah. that, so perhaps that's going to be helpful. Because remember last week, Matt, how long it took for people to get Trevor's feet? Eventually, well, we, had to, we had to essentially say the song is by yeah. Bob Dylan. That's we, what inspired this. Yeah. Because you were so ridiculous, and Trevor had the gall to say that the, the jingle should be this. This Trevor's sonic enigma. Is that your voice? Sam? That is my voice. That's the kind yeah. of hubris that would not at, not look out of place coming out of Mussolini's <laughs> face, <laughs> Trevor. Look, but it's an easy one this week, isn't it? It's, well, at least we've already identified the word moon, so we know that, you know, so just keep your guesses coming in. If, you, if you're right, why don't we let, if you're right, Kay can come into the radio studio next week and, I don't know, they can... Sit on our laps. Sit on each of our laps in turn for one... Silently, though. Silent mind, without any murmuring going on or any squirming. None of that should happen. So, right, if you That's win it. this competition and you feel like it, you can come in next week. Also, you'll get a load of free CDs, stuff like that. Coming up in a bit in the show, we've got Mr G. He's a, a performance poet person. He's going to do a um, did alliteration just then, for example. Per 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 per. It's not, you know, it's it's, a, it's an easy game. Once you concentrate, he's going to come in here, do some poems and that. Also, we might ring. Should we try and ring up? Well, we keep making these idle boasts about ringing people up. Noel Gallagher, he's busy today. What about, uh, we'll try and get Tim Westwood to see what he likes and don't like. 
and see if he's any good at that. He won't be able to guess Trevor's competition, will he? No. No. No, we'll just try. Well, nonetheless, we can try and get him involved. Talking about things that they like, uh, I like filling up the car with stuff and taking it to the dump. I sometimes loiter for a while to watch them mash up all the junk with their giant machines. <laughs> that in Leeds. I wonder if that's... I'm so with him on that. Is it not? To, to loiter in a, a dump. for me as a kid to go to the dump. I know, with me as well. We're going to the dump, but I didn't... Well, I, I like it. I don't like it. I don't want to go to the dump. <laughs> You no. didn't like it. I didn't like it. No, I once don't... one of the best things that ever happened was with my granddad and my dad taking a TV to the dump, and I was so excited about throwing it off and watching it smash. Yeah, and I. Blimey, what yes. a sound. Is that? That's the sound of Matt's excitement. <laughs> Just remembering that TV has caused his loins to vibrate. <laughs> But anyway, I threw it off the thing and it just sort of landed, it went it just rolled. five foot, rolled, it didn't oh, smash. It didn't smash. It's really unsatisfying. And then, you know, the digger thing, I wanted that to smash it. Yeah. It didn't work. But I always like smashing things. Someone's going to be, something's going to be thrown away, like a wardrobe, and it has to go mm. in the car. I take smash an it animal up. pleasure in smashing it up, even beyond it needing to be. Probably, probably, Matt, I imagine that's because of the build-up frustration in your childhood, because of all them incidents where you would publicly micturate and defecate, like when, <laughs> when Matt was at a magic show once. He was, when he was seven, he was the magician's assistant, and he, um, Oh, listen to this. <laughs> when Matt was a child, he was the magician's assistant, the magician goes, I need a volunteer. I wasn't the magician's assistant, I said that I was employed. <laughs> you were in a sparkly little waistcoat, <laughs> drenched in your own urine. I wasn't. You went up onto the stage, so was you tell the story, go on then. I was at a magic show. Yeah. I was asked to, he said, Already I need, it's I, suspicious. <laughs> what are you doing there? I was a boy, a child. I had to go up on stage, and then there was a rabbit in a cage thing, but there was this booming voice that was off stage. It was like a pantomime thing or something. Uh, what was this booming voice? What, there's a vo boy, that was meant to be the magician's the overlord magician, master. Yeah, the overlord master had made, had said, um, Do some magic! I want a rabbit for my tea, I think it was. That's and fine. And he made a rabbit stop. appear in a hat, classic stuff. Mm -hmm. So in the back of their minds, all the children are thinking this rabbit's going to be eaten by the offstage voice. Yes. So that's already so nerve-wracking. It's already a nervous, tense environment. It's <laughs> <laughs> not right for magic. Magic won't flourish in that environment. I was wearing a waistcoat as well, but that was because <laughs> I'd like you knew it was been a page happen. boy and I had the, the outfit and I think that became my public dress <laughs> for a while. <laughs> for a while you punched around like little Lord Fauntleroy. <laughs> yes, but let me finish this story and then I said to him, can I have that rabbit? And he said, no, 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 you can't. And then there was a bit of a grey area, I had my memory, and then I looked down and realised I'd wet myself. <laughs> Do you think it's because you couldn't have the rabbit? You just, was it a dirty protest? <laughs> it was. I care about not being out of the rabbit. Were you into the rabbit? No, I wasn't. He I wanted, wanted the rabbit. He was frightened of the bloke, though, because he was all. <laughs> he had makeup on and he was, he was sweaty. And he, <laughs> Who does that remind us of? I don't sweat. <laughs> I wear makeup, fair enough. That I'll accept, but I'm not stood here. I'm dry sweat. as a boat. I sweat under you the right sweat under your arms. I sweat in here when it's appropriate to sweat, like I'm making love or going on a country walk or thrashing <laughs> a dog. Do you remember when we were at MTV and you did that show and the, the boss's phone down and said he's sweating too much? <laughs> I was trying to come off heroin that day, as I remember, Matt. There were mitigated circumstances. I was fighting drug addiction. Everyone was having a go at me because anyway, I was sweating. Sorry. Go on, let's get back to you being sorry. humiliated. I wet myself and I said to the bloke, oh, I've done that. And he said, don't worry, I'll clean it up. He's like holding me too tight. <laughs> Why was he like, holding you? Well, like, he put his hand on my shoulders. On your scruff. Shut up and get through this bit of the uh, show. I like it that you sort of thought that you had to contribute to the content of the show and thought you were unprofessional for wins. Like, Someone will clean it up later. Let's just get on with a wonderful <laughs> magic. And the offstage voice wants its rabbit. Then Matt's dad claimed him, didn't he, and took you uh, afterwards. No, I 
left the stage and went back to my, my dad. <laughs> in shame. Well, yeah, my dad was ashamed of me. Yeah. And I said, I'm all wet. And he went, no. Oh. <laughs> he took me to the toilets and that's all I can remember. Yeah. I actually remember a little bit of the story where Matt was held in front of a hand dryer machine with his trousers and pants down, <laughs> with his, having his genitals dried by a hot air blower. His, his little winky, probably called a tassel at that time, all blowing about and getting scorched. It was too hot, wasn't it, it was Matt? It far too hot. I was going, it hurts. He was going, oh, just like holding Because he was still there. angry, so it's part practical, but part punishment, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. It's not right that that happened to you, and mate. I've been shamed in front of a lot of peers. And dried wee on your butt, that's not good for your skin. Itchy. Itchy, you poor little feather. I like it. I like it. I like it. <laughs> Doesn't like that story. It's a lovely idea. I feel sorry for you there, mate. Okay, um, so yes. let's, uh, yeah, well, you have my pity. Should we listen to uh, Supergrass to cheer us up? Like, because otherwise we're just going to think about Matt's childhood. Yes, please. Coming in. This is for you, Matt. BBC. Six. Music. Russell Brands. Trevor done a noise. Trevor done a noise. That's Viva Voce lesson number one. It's nice, isn't it, that? Did we have something before it? Did we? Yeah, Supergrass. Supergrass was before it. That was dedicated to Matt Morgan, of course, for having to have his little willy dried <laughs> when he was a lad. A little willy. Really isn't Matthew. Uh, that's the, when you're a child, your willy isn't. There's no status attached to it, is there? You don't need to get worked up about these things. Okay, so we're doing Trevor's competition, which we're calling Trevor Dunn and Noise. We listen to the clue once more, Matthew. Yep, here we go. Oi, Alfie, Harvey, put your bottoms away. The Reverend Song Young's coming. Duck. <laughs> Right, OK. We've got some more wrong answers. Some, uh, Jess Pagram, having another guess, the cult she sells sanctuary. Is that it, Trev? Uh, why would it be that? Uh, that's unbelievable. I don't know, Trevor. They're joining in. <laughs> I know they're joining in. You but that's people That's like brilliant that. That, how she's got that. Don't I try like and her. turn it round. I'm not trying to turn Trevor. it round. I just think it's amazing that she got that song from that sound. Would, you, would it be that? Would it be that? You went all aggressive. Oh. Darren from Manchester goes, <laughs> is it the whole of the moon by the Waterboys, is it? It isn't. I'm very sorry it's not. So this moon theme keeps coming up again and again. Uh, I think, though, we've got someone who's got the correct answer on the line now. It's, it's uh, Angelo, is it? Are you there, Angelo? Buongiorno, boys. Buongiorno, Angelo. How you're, are you? All right? Yeah, I'm all right, mate. Are you Italian, then? I am. Well, not Italian, Italian. I know, I shouldn't say Italian, should I? I don't know where well, I'm picking I'm, I'm British, really. You're British? I was born here, I've got Italian parentage, so... Nice one. Well, you know, fair enough. You're living in Tottenham, are you? Yeah. Right, so right, so you've heard Trevor's uh, Trevor Done a Noise thing. Yeah. And you've you've got an answer to offer, and uh, we believe it to be the right answer. Trevor's yet to confirm it, and you may have picked up from listening to the show that Trevor is an erratic man. He may change his mind at any moment. So, Angelo, let's uh, let's hear your your answer. What do you believe Trevor's Done a Noise clue was pertaining to? Well, you could hear the river running, mm, and also mm. you've got Alfie, Harvey, and Sun Young. They're all, if you put moon after them, you'd get moon river. Fantastic! Is that the right answer, Trent? That is the Woo! right answer. Oh, yes! Atmosphere! That's, Atmosphere! I love the way you put that together. Six music. Blimey, the sounds. what a crazy way to celebrate. Matt just played in six music. <laughs> Go! Well done. Angelo, I think you did well. What, what about the noises at the end, Angelo? Did you get them? What were the noises at the end? The duck. Yes. Well, you got that, obviously, the river. 
I didn't understand the last bit. Oh, you didn't? Okay. So right. what was the last bit, Trev? You said you could validate and justify the, the duck. Duck's got two meanings. It's got duck, which floats on a river. It's also duck because the cow is jumping over the moon, and that was what that final noise oh. was. Duck? Oh, Trevor, yeah. that's, <laughs> that's a ridiculously Trevor. abstract, surrealist, dardiced clue. Not ridiculous. Trevor, yes. yes, can I just say, if they ever li uh, relaunch 3-2-1, yeah. I think they could use your clues. They right, could, thanks. couldn't they? Thanks for that. Thank um, you. I'm going to write that down. Thanks you said lot. the word tennis, and it's because it's court. I'll see you in court, much like the court cases endured by different murderers, <laughs> and the prize is an apple. <laughs> right, OK, so um, we're going to listen to um, Moon River by Morrissey a little bit later, but before that, we're going to congratulate you, Angelo, oh, by listening to I'm some recent I'm, I'm actually seeing him tomorrow night at Ali Pali. Oh, wicked, yeah. I'm a big fan of Morrissey. The cat's called Morrissey. Love Morrissey. Love everything about Morrissey. Angelo, do you want to come on the show next week to... Like sit on our respective laps. That's part of your prize. I would have done, but I've got a wedding to next Sunday, so I you're couldn't come turning anyway. down our laps. Unless you want to, to the an... wedding. Well, I, I, I think it's your nuptial festival would have to take second place to this. But <laughs> in a way, we're all married as six mis uh, six music listeners, aren't we? Let's have a listen to the news. Congratulations, Angelo Morrissey's coming up. Digital radio. Righto, so that's Morrissey Moon River. We nearly had that straight out of the news, but it would have been really melancholy to come out of a news broadcast where Wayne Rooney's injured, Keith Richards falling out of a tree, John Prescott's having it off, and then going to Moon River, just so think, oh, society's crumbling. And we've been talking about things that we like over the course of this show. We've got Danny McNamara from Embrace. Let's welcome him to Atmosphere. Hi there, you all right? Danny, all right, Danny, all right, mate. Yeah, yeah, I'm good. How are you? Yeah, we're really well today. We feel sort of a bit, we're a bit worried, of course, about Wayne Rooney. Oh no, you're going to have to adjust the lyrics to your song. <laughs> well, we've got a, a song on our album called No Use Crying, so maybe we should just just that down and bring that out. Oh no! Oh no! There is no use crying, Danny. Oh blimey! <laughs> So what's happened to him? I've only just got up, so I haven't, I haven't, I haven't heard the news or anything. What's he done? He—it looks like he's good. Well, the, the most recent thing we've heard is like he's out for six weeks. Maybe he'll miss the first couple of games and come back. But it just—you know—it doesn't look very positive, does it? The whole business. Oh no, that's tragic, man. Yeah, I mean, it's, we yeah. need to. We need to get Yuri Geller out and uh, get him to do some uh, of his healing, whatever it is that he does. Well, I met Yuri once, right? And you know, quite frankly, no, I like him actually. No, <laughs> 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 he was nice. He was nice. He, he took glee in bending that spoon up. He came on, on a television programme, I do. He, like, bent up, like, he goes, Hey, Russell, come and look at this. And, like, so he bent the spoon up with his mind. And when you sit quite frankly on radio, all the producers will probably wince and start looking at the Don't be frank. For God's sake, put everything behind a veil of charm. Don't reveal <laughs> the candid truth. Danny, over the course of the show, mate, we've been talking about odd things we like. We learned that, um, Matt, what did you like? Matt, you like running for a bus as long as it's an achievable Oh, Matt's one of them mates. You've, you've met Matt. <laughs> he likes that. Trevor Locke likes um, killing... Power cuts. I like power cuts. There's no killing mice, Trevor. Oh. Don't try and... Oh, Trevor Locke, the man who likes power cuts. You will be remembered as mouse murderer, cocky locker. That's not true, Danny. That's a joke that they've done about me. He's been going on the outro. <laughs> he gets glee. He counts them up and he says he gets their pelts after. He calls them their pelts and he wears them <laughs> as trophies round his neck and that. That he's, bit is true, Danny. He's speaking but the about rest. weird mouse pants. That's sick, man. That's sick. He's messed up, isn't he, Danny? <laughs> 
Have you got any odd Piccadilly? Uh, yeah, quirks? there's a couple of things that I just thought of. Uh, one of the things I quite like is, you know when you've got, like, uh, carrier bags from, like, supermarkets? Yeah. Using them to line your waste paper basket. <laughs> oh, I'll do that. That's great. Rock and roll. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> I just, you know, I just love that, that everything's got its own place, you know? I just love that you can get a second use out of a, of a, of a carrier bag like that. I also love, um, you know when they put part of benches halfway up a really steep hill? Yeah, that's nice. I love that people have gone to the trouble to do that, you know? That's really... Just walking up a steep hill and you think, you've got to do it a sit-down, and there, there is part There's bench. There's a part bench. <laughs> so Trevor Locke, what he'd be thinking half out that hill is, oh, I wish I had a mallet and a hamster <laughs> to slay <laughs> to spice up this tedious journey. See, Danny, you making them observations, right? What, what we can reveal about Danny McNamara's character is, right, that he cares about the environment, he reuses them plastic bags, and he's got a poet's mind because he's thought, oh, that's nice that that's there. I mean, look, there's that, uh, there's that bench off Wabba Hill. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, you, I'm an environmental poet. Environmental <laughs> poet. That's how you come across. Matt, were you about to make an observation? Uh, yeah, Danny, Danny's a nice guy and you're complaining in hotels that's even worse. <laughs> I'm not complaining hotels, you know, I've given up drugs, haven't I? I need something to go on about. <laughs> Danny, here's some more uh, emails and texts and stuff that we've been uh, sent. You can join in with this. Um, someone here says, I like drawing face on people's faces when they sleep. Drunken get-togethers are an excellent opportunity. Also, hostels for those suffering from acute narcolepsy. You shouldn't be going in there and they shouldn't have their own hostels anyway. Said, drawing faces on people's faces. <laughs> I think she said no, drawing. Is, that? is that the one? Is that the one where you, uh, you just... like to do it with dead bodies, or is that the one where you fall uh, <laughs> asleep all the time? That's falling asleep. Just uh, simply going to sleep, Danny. Not what's the dead body one then? That is called necrophilia. Ah, that's it, yeah. yeah there you go. If you like having it off with a dead body. Don't, <laughs> don't, don't write a record about that, Danny. That no, is, I, won't, um, I promise. It's a forbidden love, at best. <laughs> <laughs> that's not something that we all share. That's not it's like, a love that does not speak its name. Yeah, that goes against nature's law, Danny. <laughs> it really does. <laughs> Very good, Trevor Locke. Um, but, like, yeah, it's not thought of, and, uh, necrophilia is not thought of as a, a charming, quaint character quirk. Oh, he's a lovely guy, <laughs> Danny from Embrace. He, you know, you'll never guess, he likes having sex with dead people. Don't judge him, no, you know, he's a proper laugh. It's, 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 it's not after dinner conversation, is it? No, it's, it's, it's not appropriate. Where are you, where are you, Danny? What's all this racket? I'm in a train station. Oh. I'm trying to find somewhere that's quiet. Sort of walking around trying to find somewhere that in an absolute din in the background so I can hardly hear you. But, yeah, I mean, I, mean I, I ought not to say which train station, actually. Why? Well, all right, I will say, I'm in Leeds train station, Whee! so if there's any fans out there... Leeds train station, you can find out, you do, you do stuff <laughs> like that. Come and stalk me. Yeah, that'd be I'll be it. here for the next 10, 15 minutes on platform 12C. Nice one. <laughs> Go and get Danny. <laughs> this is brilliant. Danny Matt, he's out there, he's unguarded, he's loose, we could get him. You could pin him down. You could blame him for Wayne Rooney's injury. The music of Embrace I, I hope is that cursed. doesn't, you know, because Wayne Rooney's, like, pretty crucial to the England team. I hope that doesn't, like... Mm. Totally scuppered because Owen's a bit injured as well, isn't he? Owen's so. a bit injured. Apparently he's fine now. Apparently Owen's fine. Really? Oh, is, he, is he fine now? Apparently he is, yeah. Oh, yeah I mean, that's such a soap opera, isn't it? It is a soap opera. What a caper it is. Okay, well, I guess we should play some music probably, shouldn't we? I mean, we've been on the phone a little while, Dan. Let's see if there's anything else I can tell you before we go. Because I just, really, I'm trying to keep Danny at um, platform 12C Leeds train station long enough for someone to think, right, I'm going to get him. <laughs> 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 
idea of someone fleeing through the lead streets, making their way to the train station, launching themselves into his arms, kissing you. Because if, if I was in Leeds right now, and listen to this, I'd do that. I'd go, I'd You'd go and kiss Danny? I'd go and kiss him. Not necessarily kiss him, because I've got a tentative friendship with Danny that I wouldn't want to ruin, but with sexual contact. <laughs> although, although now, probably what I'd do is I'd paint myself white and lie on the floor, waiting for him to kiss me. If he thinks I'm a corpse, it wouldn't be that long. <laughs> so, um, okay. Oh, here's the one, Danny. There's a, we've got a person here that says, and they, they've not said their name, but they go, I like it. I'll do the jingle. We've been doing this jingle, Dan. I like it. That's what we do when we like right. something. He goes, I like it when you're entrusted... Well, you didn't seem that impressed with that, Danny, and I'm hurt. <laughs> I, I like it when you're entrusted with spare keys to someone's house and the day arrives when you're asked to go in. Nothing compares to turning the keys in the lock and walking through the door on your own into a darkened interior. I also like going into houses I've never seen before. It's magical. That's interesting. If that person lives in Leeds, that's the kind of person who will get a real buzz out of fleeing down a state of platform 12C and uh, pursuing Danny, isn't it? Yeah, that's just a kind the person I want turning up. <laughs> <laughs> you need them, don't you? A time like this. Okay, Dan, we better. Um, what are we going to play? 96 Tears. Question mark on the Mysterium. Oh, nice. Okay, so, Danny, thanks for coming on the show, mate. Lovely to chat to you. We'll be in My touch. My pleasure, Russell. Hey, send us a text. Let us know if anyone turns up at Platform 12C, mate. If they do, I'll call you back. Nice right. one. All right. Cheers, Dan. Take it easy. Right, Take now. Bye-bye. See you. See you, Sixty-eight question mark and the Mysterians. You're here listening. Well, you're not here because if you're, I mean, <laughs> imagine it, it'll be reckless. You're probably running towards Danny McNamara, platform 12C, lead station. He had, he did hang up pretty uh, pretty rapidly, didn't he? Once that ended, yeah, he got he got off a bit sharpish. Isn't he from Leeds though? What's him? Well, I think he, he's safe there. I think you know. Yeah, yeah, they are from Leeds, aren't they? Embrace. Yeah, I just feel, did you say? That's well, all up there, isn't it? Well, I mean, essentially, there's the north and the south, isn't there? I mean, that's where the great divide is. Six Music is an inclusive station. We've got people listening who's in China. That Kate, she confirms she is listening in China. You're listening to Russell Brand, Trevor Locke, Matt Morgan on Six Music. We've been talking about things that people like. We've had a little competition. Well, well, I've just lost something vital to the show, all those things. There was some lovely stuff that people came up with that they liked over the show, didn't they? I like that person who likes snooping around houses. There's yeah. a woman who likes cutting slugs in half with scissors. We tried to get in touch that with That is her. naughty. It's weird, isn't it? I it's mean, weird, it's wrong. Unless she's a gardener, but oh. even then, she, there's, there's less cruel ones. Drown them in alcohol. <laughs> that's, that's not a suitable That's what my mother did. Drown them in beer, put little beer in paper cups, sunk them into the ground and then they would drown. Blimey, that's a drown happy. Quite complex way of killing a slug. No, it's not. It's yeah. Fill a cup with booze, bury the cup in the ground, drown a slug in booze. Exactly, because they, they like the smell of alcohol, they like the taste of it, they go in there, they drown, and then if your dog comes out and drinks it, there's no harm. But if Except your out, dog is drunk and no, only been eating bit. slugs it's and then a paper cup full of Guinness or whatever it is. Trevor, your mum sounds like she was a criminal genius murdering <laughs> slugs, and no wonder her son grew up to relish the killing of mice Stop and keep their skulls as trophies. Don't be silly. <laughs> you do, it was worrying. So, um, okay, it's almost time for our show to end now. Have you enjoyed yourself, Matt? Yes, I've had a tremendous time. Yeah, you have, haven't you? You've made some lovely contributions talking about buses and stuff. We started off the show talking about things we like. Matt likes the sense of triumph of running after a bus. I like it. Oh, well, let's do that one more time, shall we? Give, give him a few I more like quiz. I like it when. I don't repeat it. Use that as the I like it and then carry on. Alright, go on then. Let's try it then. I like it. 
when you press the button to open the door of a bus and it's like the, se the secret emergency button. I really, really... I like it. I need to die. All right, OK. I don't understand grammatical structure. So um, we've had some lovely supportive text messages and only one hate-filled one, but, but it was a useful, a good use of James Blunt as rhyming slang. Yes. So <laughs> even that is to be complimented, but mostly people having a lovely time, people listening to me naked, people listening to the show while kissing. If you're out there making love, listening to this show... Very, very much indeed. <laughs> so we've got uh, Mr G, who's perhaps London's finest poet, the Poet Laureate of London's youth, and he is here to give us a poem. He's got his own show on Radio 4. He's going to give us a quick poem. Let's create some atmosphere. Yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah, What's this poem about, G? This poem is about the number three bus which I used to run to when I was a child from school. Nice. Oh, that makes me Did happy. you ever press the, was it an open back bus or? Yeah, it was an open back bus. You just jump straight on the back. So you didn't need to no. meddle with the uh, emergency button? Never need to meddle, just needed a fast pair of feet. <laughs> That's all that was required. <laughs> and preferably your own. If you were Trevor Lock, those would be mouse's feet. <laughs> Up and down your naked body <laughs> while you bathe. So, um, okay, G, then, uh, yeah, hit us, baby, with some poetry. Okay. This piece is called The Back of the Bus. The back of the bus, it was attractive to us. It was our symbol of power and rebelliousness. We thought we were bad chilling on those back seats, cracking jokes about old folks while we just unwrapped sweets and clapped beats to complete for every time that we cussed. Every brother and his mother from the back of the bus. Never knowing for a moment that those old folks could be us. Coming home wasted from what did looking so serious. And now we're cussing those feisty school kids, causing so much ruckus. But we're jealous that they replaced our bid for the back of the bus. Poetry there, Mrs. I like it. We like it. We like poetry. Yeah, I, like it. <laughs> I like the way you conjure the atmosphere of childhood on the bus. <laughs> nice. And of course, the inevitability of aging. All <laughs> there in that lovely poem, Mr. G there. What, when's your Radio 4 show on, mate? It's going to be coming on June the 13th. Um, 11 o'clock. Best, best of poetry. I've not been invited on that, even though I um, am a poet myself. Um, maybe you were busy with Trevor killing mice. I don't get involved in Trevor's activities. Right, so um, after this show, right, we've got Music Week with Judy Cullen. And, uh, oh, we're going to listen to Sega Ross. You really like them, don't you? I love you? Sega Ross. I love them so much, I'm going to press this button. Go on, press the button. <laughs> right, we've just had a text from Danny McNamara. He's been pinned down. He's now on station. He's on platform 12B with his trousers around his ankles, yelping, blaming himself for Wayne Rooney's injury <laughs> and taking punishment in a wonderful way for a northern man. Very proud he is. But what's that he's saying? Beneath the screams and the cries, we can hear him say... I like it. Danny McNamara, you saucy <laughs> devil. We're going to be back next week. We're going to have competitions. Noel Gallagher has promised me that he's coming on the show next week. Carl Pilkerton has to come on the show to show that we still love each other and all sorts of other fantastic things will be happening on the Russell Brand 6 Music Show, so tune in. Matt, have you got anything you want to say to your parents who brought you up to fear wee-wees? Thank you for everything you've done. <laughs> you can leave now. <laughs> Release your parents. Trevor Locke, have you got anything to add about this mouse murder? I'd just like to say that I like pop stars travelling on public transport. I like it. OK, so listen to Music Week next. Thanks, Mr G. Thanks, Danny McNamara. Thanks, everyone who contributed. <laughs> Yeah, okay, see you Ross.